Andrea, we close most of our shows telling our listeners how they can come see you up at Brent Allen Salon and Day Spa. Do you want to tell the listeners the cool news or can I? I think I've got this one, Adam. Brent Allen Salon and Day Spa is joining the Dichotomy Media team. And this time, the investment is being turned around to you, the listener. Keep your eye on our podcast Facebook page for contests and giveaways that include massages, pedicures, and gift cards for all services. Brent Allen is a Paul Mitchell focus salon, which keeps us up to date on the latest hair trends and fashions. The atmosphere at Brent Allen is inviting as well as comfortable. The spa brings the definition of tranquility into a reality. You can enjoy a wide range of massage techniques to facials, body scrubs, wraps, pedicures, waxing, spray tan, and much more. Brent Allen Salon and Day Spa is located at 3570 North Highway 1 in Coco, just one mile north of 528. Come in and see us in person or visit us online. The pricing and menu of services can be found at brentallensalon.net or call to book an appointment at 321-639-7376. If you book with me, be sure to mention this ad and receive 20% off your first service. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, all three engines up and burning, 2, 1, 0, and lift off. 5, 10, 3, 4! You're listening to The Twisted 10, bringing you original and unique host-created top 10 lists, recorded live in world-famous Cocoa Beach, Florida, with hosts Pac-Man Sickle, Adam Poston, Jay Alvarez, and me, Andrea Joy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Twisted Ten. Uh, I am Adam. I'm one of your regular hosts, however. Tack, however. You're... I'm not hosting tonight. Oh, you're not? No. Well, I am Tack. I'm also one of the regular hosts. Yeah. Is, it, is it your week? Host? No. No. Oh. I, well, I hope not. I didn't bring anything. So oh, Maybe it is your week. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not hosting this week. Over there in Lady Chase? Hi. It's Andrea Joy. And you know I'm not doing it. I'm never doing one. Again, so. <laughs> there's actually two ladies on the Lady Chase tonight. There is. And yeah, there's, right. there's a hottie named Sam, if I can say that. I don't know. And yet. a dog licking his balls. And a dog licking his balls. Yes, yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> but joining us over in the hot seat tonight, we have Mr. John Hannon. Thank um, you. From the what? Friendly to informing. What the no. hell? Funny. Come on now. Funny to informing. Funny I to fucked it up it. already, oh, didn't I? Jesus let's start. Let's start that piece over. No. I'll, I'll fix that. No. You, leave, you mean, leave it like that? You got to leave all the O's in, man. Leave the Good edit Lord. out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good sorry. Lord. Fuck up the name of your podcast yeah. right off the bat. So uh, say it again now. No, it's so okay, it's Aaron. Funny. <laughs> it's cool, Aaron. <laughs> that works. That hey, funny to informing. Funny to informing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Available iTunes, Google Play, and. Like my hosting service, Blurberry, that website, Castify, Castbox.fm. You use Blurberry. I, I, mm. I've been wanting to find somebody that actually uses that to see what, how they like it. It seems like it's a pretty like uh, like underground hosting service. Everybody's got Libsyn or Stitcher or Spreaker, whichever yep. you know. So we use Libsyn. We got fucked when they just changed their statistical uh, uh, analysis, <laughs> analytics, whatever. Here recently, they they tried to be more competitive with other companies out there and. Unfortunately, that made our numbers look worse, but it's all right. <laughs> no. 
I mean, no, I was, I, your show is still amazing. I still listen to it. So oh, thanks. And our I show is the Twisted Twelve, right? Since I fucked up, funny to inform me. <laughs> Twisted Twelve. That is correct, Aaron. <laughs> Although uh, Lipson is doing that Spotify thing, and Lipson's the only oh, that's one. A good point. That's doing Spotify. That's right. So. By the way, if you're listening to us on Spotify, I haven't even looked to see if we're actually available on Spotify yet. But we got selected. Twisted Ten got selected for, um, and Living Podcastly got selected for Spotify Podcast, oh, which yeah. is really shut down to like the Rogans and the Corollas and the big dogs in the industry. Uh-huh. But recently they did a push to get a lot more um, podcasts that they handpick onto their platform. So we were lucky enough. And so were several other PDC yeah. and Podcast Mafia members. They got selected for it as well. Yeah, It's yeah. Uh, strictly for Libsyn only, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Libsyn host publishing. Yeah. Maybe that's why they changed their formatting so Spotify Maybe. would accept them. That could be Maybe, it. That could be know. it. I don't know. And Spotify is still a popular app. People talk shit about it, but it's still a really popular app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh, our co-host, by the way, uh, that's he's Mr. not here tonight. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. That means tack touches my dick. What does that mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Wilson. Mr. Wilson is still in Colorado. Uh, he took a weekend trip up with his sister and his brother-in-law and their friend Ricky up to Colorado. So big shout out to them. It's got to be cold as shit yeah. up there right now. It looked chilly. <laughs> oh man, it, it looked. Chilly. There wasn't snow on the ground, but it still was. It still looked chilly. Yeah, cold enough for me. I'm a Florida boy. Yeah, I was to say my blood's thinned up. I mean, I'm from Philly, but you know, I'm used to it down here now. So it hits like 60s, and I'm dying. So <laughs> yeah. So I listened to the last funny to informing, which was your solo. Uh, piece on the baseball player. Yeah. Doc Holliday or Roy Holiday. Roy Holiday. Yeah, yeah, I was trying something <clears throat> new because, you know, I feel like I, I want to commemorate people who pass away too early and are inspirational figures for a lot of people, you know, and I knew Roy Holiday, like, off the field was a remarkable person, so, and he was a really good baseball player. Do you guys watch baseball or? No. I enjoy the sports. 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 <laughs> yeah, the two of them are not, are <laughs> no. not sports fans. Myself, uh, I guess now on the podcast, I'm the only real sports fan because Mr. Wilson is not a sports fan either. Jay, when he used to host with us, he was a sports guy, so me and him would occasionally talk sports, but no, I think I'm the only guy that does. Oh, okay. I like going to baseball games. I'm not really a fan of watching them unless it's like a world series or something i don't even blame you i feel the same way like and and i think um my girlfriend baby here can agree because when we go to these baseball games you know it's like being there you know you get the in-between antics with all the half innings you know exactly shooting t-shirts and hot dogs and the mascot races and all the stupid stuff that's going on and uh yeah and then watching it on tv it's it's very easy to fall asleep Oh, yes, very. It's almost <laughs> as bad as watching golf yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, Brutal. But no, yeah, so I was covering Roy Holiday on the last episode. That was the very first one I did of just like a little commemoration, you know, make the whole episode about him. And, um, you know, it was kind of... I didn't realize how hard it was to piece together. Like when you do a montage and, um, you know, when somebody passes away and they give you all the news strips, Kurt, you know, Kurt Cobain passed Absolutely. away. Kurt Cobain was found dead in his apartment. Kurt Cobain was dead. Yep. So, and I, and I was doing that myself for Roy Holiday because there wasn't like, you know, a big montage out about him. They, they, they didn't even make that much of a big deal of his passing. So I had to put it together myself. And like for like eight seconds, I worked like an hour. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah. oh God. <laughs> you did good though. The special, you didn't really hear any hard edits, which was great. And the, mm-hmm. uh, you added some special effects in there and some sounds in the back. It was, oh, it was really yeah, good. yeah. Workhorse. I had a little, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, see, yeah. I was expecting a third sound effect because you said workhorse again later. And I was like, where is it? You know, comedy comes in threes, but you only did it twice. Yeah. Although yeah. I'm not a sports guy, but I enjoyed that episode. I didn't know anything about the guy. I'd never heard of the guy. So, 
Yeah, yeah. Evidently, he was. It was like, funny and informative. You yeah. see that? That's wow. Yes. Look at that. Right? Yes. Nailed it. Like I did that. There it is. <laughs> Very good. Tack, you're taking over all the plugs for the rest of the show. Right. I obviously <laughs> fucked it up right I li- off the bat. I like plugging, so that works. Out. <laughs> I guess I kind of fill that radio douchebag uh, seat by fucking up the plug for the guest host for the night right off the bat, though. Huh? Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'll, I won't fuck you, it up on living. It looks like you didn't later. do you probably, any homework at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I even have his fucking Facebook page sitting right in front of me, oh, and I didn't good. even. Lord. Look down. What was that going to do? Was I going to tell you what he was wearing well, when he took his profile picture? No, right <laughs> off the bat, it shows a funny to inform me, and it's right off the top. Yeah, but of yet his... you still fucked it up. And I still fucked it I'm up. I'm being Jay right now. So. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I appreciate that. Jay, we miss you. Uh, come, come back. Take sa- tax seat, please. What? I like tax. Thanks. Hell oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're awesome, dude. I, th- yeah, what, I think this guy fucked it up on purpose, Adam. It's I, a bit. We were sm- doing a bit. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. Uh, all right. So, Tack, why don't you, why don't you take over and tell, all right, tell the all listen right. if they're new listeners. I yes. Mean. Yeah. If this is your first time listening to Twisted 10, what we do here, you know, I always think of food and diapers. That's the first thing I think of. I'm trying to think of something. That's weird. I know. Uh, I'm trying to think of something. Else that could You're be looking for a an metaphor. Analogy? Yeah. How about a pet? A pet. Okay. Your so if this is your first mm. time, what? Like your. Why don't homework? you do it? No. Okay. <laughs> so this is your first time listening to Twisted Ten. What we do here is somebody comes in with a unique, you know, original top ten list. Whether it's us or in this case it's John Hannon, and then what we do, we take that list, we break it down, we mm. what we feed it. We would oh, take it for walks. Yeah. Is this where, where, where I'm supposed to be going? You feed it to the dog. You feed it to the dog? Uh-huh, and then you take him for a walk. You take him for a walk. And then he poops it out. He poops it out. And, and then, then you we scoop leave it up. It. Oh, no, yes. We scoop it up. And we put it in a bag. In a baggie. Mm-hmm. Then what? Then we bring it back here. Yes. And then we open it up and dissect it. Yes. That's perfect. I nailed it. I <laughs> fucking nailed it. Whoa. I didn't even Whoa. have to do anything. No, no. I That's did that on my own. I know. That's <laughs> a... That's a stretch. <laughs> the list is shit. Yeah. Now this is, this is the part yes. where Adam just reiterates everything I just said. No, Adam, it's super easy. You do it every it's time. Super easy. Just and you're like, no, no. So what we do, and then you repeat everything I just said. All you got to do is bring a top ten list. All right, it can be anything <clears throat> except it can't be ripped off. That's the only thing we say. You can't yeah. bring a direct list from like BuzzFeed or the top ten list websites that are out there. What if it's like a that? top ten ripoffs? Ooh, that's a good episode Ooh. right there. It's a little mm. meta, but I like it. Yeah, <laughs> you just uh, you just wrote your next twisted ten. I I'm think. not writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so John brought one, but he looks like an Amish boy here, like Andrea. He's got paper. I look like an yeah. Amish boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, the Amish boy. See, I do all mine like on a tablet or my laptop, and same with him. Yeah, yeah. She comes with pieces of paper everywhere, and I had to rip them up because I didn't even paper. have index cards. Yeah, I was looking for index cards at first. So, and then I couldn't even legitimate that so this is how i'm doing it <laughs> strips of paper strips of, yeah yeah exactly and um you, you know read. when when i was thinking of my list you know because there's kind of two ways i lean in terms of like my hobbies and it's kind of sports like we were talking about roy holiday baseball yeah, all that. Sports. and then like i kind of lean a little nerd so when i and i wanted to come with a ten, uh, top 10 list of like um cartoon characters um that are um inspired by real people Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, and then when I was thinking about who's who's everybody's favorite cartoon character, like of all Ooh, time, of all time, God, of all I time, one. Mm. It doesn't even have to be like the whole show, mm. just like one Princess character. Princess Giselle from Enchanted. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> no one. Tack, you go first. I don't you know. I, 
Um, Peter Griffin, maybe? I don't know. No, oh, that's not terrible. <laughs> uh, that's Je- not terrible. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> Just saying. Sexy. My favorite cartoon character. And in one scene in that, uh, there's like three frames where you see her without panties. So, uh, <laughs> well, not anymore. They fixed that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, they fixed it, but it was there originally. <clears throat> it was what there. was there? Uh, Jessica Rabbit's there. vagina. What did it look like? Wow. Just it looked like a cartoon vagina. It had a slit and everything? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, hearing you say <laughs> slit sounds doesn't sound dirty when she says it. No. I can say slit, it doesn't sound dirty, but when no. Andrea, beautiful Save Andrea Joy wow. says it. Save so so how does um Jessica Rabbit groom down there? Uh, bald, I right? I think yeah. she was bald, yeah. yeah. Completely. The moist so slit. So her slit yeah. was bald. Okay, yes. it sounds dirty coming <laughs> from you, John. Yeah. <laughs> a moist slit coming out of your mouth. And my girlfriend's <laughs> looking at me as we're doing this. I'm still gonna say it. I don't care. She, she's like why did you bring me to these weird people's house? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you, you know, ready, you ready to toss them the metaphorical? Yeah. Keys? Yeah. So at this point now we're going to toss over the metaphorical keys to you, which I have them right here. Oh, you got to catch okay. them. Right, ready? Oh yeah. 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 Here we go. Yeah. Aiming, aiming, he tosses it. Oh, yeah. Caught him in the paper. Right in the red basket. Nice. All right. So from this point All forward, right. John, the show is yours, buddy. Right on. Okay, so I was I did cartoon characters based on real life people. I like nice. it. Um, and then when I was thinking of how I was gonna like progress the list, you know, like uh, least famous to most famous or least resembled to most resembled, you know, um, mm-hmm. I I didn't want to like make it like too basic. So I'm doing like, um, like from t- starting from ten, uh, like kind of like insulting, and then it progresses to one, which is like inspiring. You know, so it's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So it's insulting to inspiring. Um, All right. So tell our listeners if you have one built in, is there a twist? Yes. Yes. I have (laughs) one, one twist. Is it like a made up one or should we just wait and guess it towards the end? How would you like us to do it? I would say it's like half made up, but like wait until the end. If you can call it when you see it, you know, speculate all you want, but I'm not going to give it away until the end. Okay. I like it. But speculate away. Sounds good. Right on. Okay. So, um, you know, and if anybody cared about my favorite character, SpongeBob. Yeah, we, ah, SpongeBob. we, we, didn't, oh. we didn't care. Yeah. What about no. your girlfriend's? <laughs> what about your girlfriend's? What's your girlfriend's favorite Hit us cartoon with character? SpongeBob, SpongeBob as well. Uh-huh. Agreeing with me. <laughs> Whatever food I like. That's the easy way out. <laughs> uh, coming to America? Yes, I got the quote. Good. Yeah, very, very good. good. <laughs> okay, so starting with 10. I number have we got we do this is our one little thing to chime in each time you say the number and we repeat it back. All right, so let's let's go again. We enjoy and it. Number 10. Number 10 is going to be uh Dennis the Menace. Um oh. he was inspired by this guy a uh, little boy Dennis Ketchum. And the person who created Dennis Hank the Ketchum. Menace is Hank Ketchum. That's right. right. Nailed it right on the head tack. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah. he was the cartoonist and uh one day, you know, he was sitting there working in his studio. And um, if you are familiar with Dennis Ketchum at all, he kind of um, like he had like learning disabilities growing up. And, um, you know, and in his older life, you know, he went into the military, got PTSD when he came back and everything. He was always kind of a little upstairs, you know, weird. Sure. But um, 
so his kid was always kind of destructive and Dennis Ketchum was destroying the house one day and his wife went into his studio where he was cartoon drawing and, you know, your son is a menace, you know, she said. So, and then that's where he was like, he came up with the idea, like, oh my God, Dennis the Menace, you know, nailed it right on the that's head. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I and, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah in uh, 1953, oh, cool. you know, and it was kind of like a snowball effect. It was like, it, it was in like five newspapers over the course of a couple months, then like 20 newspapers until like now it's in like over 10,000 newspapers, you know, and worldwide. And major movie productions and, yep. you know, yeah. major cartoon, cartoon networks. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and uh, at this point, you know, other people have taken it over. Hank Ketchum passed away, you know, um, but uh, it's it's still going on. You know, there's still mm-hmm. new episodes or new strips, I guess, yeah. like coming out. So wasn't he also like uh, the face of like Dairy Queen or something for a while too? Dennis the Menace. Yeah, I don't hmm. know. That's a good. I question. don't know. I think he. Was. What's the neighbor's name in Dennis the Menace that hates him? Shut up! Are you joking? No, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. No, it is Mr. Wilson. That's right. That's, <laughs> right. that's why we're always saying Mr. Wilson. That's right. Mr. That's Wilson. right. <laughs> Just not with it. Tonight, that's from yeah. the whole black and white TV show. Maybe Wilson I need to go with that Jack Daniels. Yeah, over. yeah, because there was like a TV show and they made a movie about it and all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I loved that show. But he I was, did too. He was Nick still a cartoon Knight. character at first, which makes him relevant as number ten. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. Uh, moving right along. Ollie. Oh, yeah. I oh. have um, Get down, at number nine. Number, number nine. Is um, Ursula, the antagonist to Ariel. Yeah. Oh, in, I know who in that the, is. The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. Dude. She um, was inspired by a, um, uh, what do you call them? Um, My elementary school teacher? No. The, her, <laughs> her, 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 his, his name was Divine. But his real name was Harris Milstead. But what do they call them? Like cross dressers? Um, a drag queen? Drag queen. Drag queen. There you go. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, drag queen. He was a drag queen. And uh, so his real name was Harris Milstead, but um, it, like his stage name was Divine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a, a kind of bigger person. I know, know who you're talking person. about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He was like, because he was, had he been was like. In a movie or something. Or, was well, he in Hairspray? Hairspray, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. 1988 right. one. Yeah, anyway, yeah, because yeah, he passed huh. away in 1988. Oh, okay. Which, which uh, you know, right after, a few months after Hairspray. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so, because they wanted to use his voice to do Ariel for The Little Mermaid in 1989, but he passed away before they could get to him, so. They wanted to use his voice for Ariel? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, because if you, like, look up the pictures, they are, like, spot on similar. They look just alike, you know, and I don't, you know, when oh, I you mean for, for, for Ursula, Ursula, for the for, Ursula role. Yeah, yeah, okay, for okay. Ursula. <laughs> I thought right. it was for The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> when, weird. And when I said I was progressing the list, like insulting to inspired, you know, like Dennis the Menace is kind of insulting. You know, if you're, you know, inspired by the bad kid, you know, sure. that's not a compliment. And then Ursula was such this like, you know, just this mm, villain. Yes. Yeah. Big character, you know, kind of sloppy, you know, so I don't think that that's exactly a compliment for Divine, you know, but <laughs> they they think that... um you know, he would have loved what they did with Ursula in the the Little Mermaid. That's really cool. But yeah, it is cool. Um, he Hair, Hairspray was an interesting movie. That was, that was fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and then so, later, uh, John Travolta played that mm-hmm. role. I was gonna say, even the newer one was weird too. Yeah, <laughs> he was a lady. Too long. Yeah. Too later. Also in Too Wong Fu, you had uh, what's his name? He was in Dirty Dancing. Help me out, Patrick here. Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. 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 How many more movies can we talk about crossdressers? <laughs> I could go all night on this, babe. Yeah, sure. There's a few of them out there. <laughs> I don't know if there's too many. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I know, um, like, Divine passed away because of an enlarged heart. And uh, 
So oh, that sounds nice. He cared too much. Oh. Too much. <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. But it happens. That's the way. Oh, and what they were going to do with Ursula before, um, you know, Divine, and just like looking at her and being like him, her. Is that I don't know. Well, if it's a drag queen, the, typically still they him. still are a him. Yeah, but they like to be referred to as a her when they're in character. So it's doesn't like a a person who's changed their gender. Obviously, they want to be identified with the as, gender that they want to be. Right. But right. as a drag queen, typically some are different, but typically they want to still be a him in real life, but a her when they're in character. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't mean that in like in any offending way. I yeah, like no, genuinely, no, no. you know, don't yeah. know what's the preference. Mm-hmm. But okay, so um, moving on, uh, number eight. Number eight. Number eight. eight. Is um, Shrek. And Shrek. If, uh, if you, yes. Ah, donkey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you've looked at Shrek, you know it's no compliment to be inspired by, you know. <laughs> but um, Maurice Tillett, he was a Russian-born French professor, professional wrestler. Hmm. Russian-born French professional wrestler. That's a hard that. accent. <laughs> Try uh, saying yeah. that five times. Sacre bleu vodka. I don't, I don't know. And, uh, I mean, that's a difficult one. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, it's again, it's one of those situations where if you look at a picture of him, of Maurice Tillett, and they called him the French angel. Supposedly, he was like a super sweetheart, but he looks just like Shrek, the ogre. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. And um, he was, he, he's suffering, uh, he was suffering from a disease. Um, it was like causing his bones to grow. What was so, his name? Uh, Maurice well, Till. Hang on, Tillet. hang on. I'm gonna call uh, shenanigans if you're over there looking people up. Oh, yeah. should we not be? There looking? could be parts of this twist. Oh, that, good point. Uh, good point. I, I'd want to look Phones up a few, away. A few of the away. other ones. Phones John, away. I'll tell you what. If you want us to look up um, like an individual, then let us. Like, if we want to look at a reference in comparison, then we can easily pull that up and let everybody see. But I don't want anybody cheating over here, Tack. All right. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. All right. Right. <laughs> well. Okay. <laughs> Tech yeah. looks like he's in trouble now. You can no, you can no. you can look it up because the person is definitely real. Type in the French angel, you know, and then see see the picture that pops up. Ironically, that's not the first time I've searched for something like that on yeah. my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> <clears throat> so okay, so yeah, he had a like increased bone growth, and um, you know that was one of like the things that led to his passing. You see that guy? Oh wow! Yeah, look at that. Oh man! Click on one. Looks yeah. just like Shrek. Yeah, it does. Look Shrek. at him. It's straight up Shrek. Yep, yep. And I, he was, um, yeah, like world champion twice for whatever professional wrestling league he was in. Uh, and, you know, he joined the Navy in like 1937 or something like that and then started his professional career. But, uh, yeah, he looks... Dude, like, that is uncanny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they did it on purpose. It wasn't a coincidence. Well, no, but that's really what he... I'm, I, I got that. But <laughs> yeah. if you ever looked at Shrek and thought, there's nobody that this is yeah, actually yeah. really modeled after proportions-wise, yeah, yeah. Uh, and thought, no, it couldn't be, uh, you're wrong. Yeah. That's actually the... They got that's this, amazing. Yeah, side-by-side side profile. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, no, and that's no compliment, <clears throat> you know? I, I wouldn't take it as one to be like, oh... Yeah. You you you're the guy from Shrek. <laughs> you're an ogre. Yeah, yeah. you're, like, a, you're he not still a real gets life Fiona. ogre. <laughs> That's true. And Fiona turns back into the ogre form because that means true love. Right. And Shrek was disappointed. It's not because she oh, turned sorry. into an ogre. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. He ruined it. I didn't know what happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! You know every Disney movie outcome already. That's not Disney. That's not Disney. That's DreamWorks. Oh, that's true. DreamWorks. I know all those two, though. Wow, I would have got that wrong if somebody asked me if Disney was the Shrek 
producer. Yeah. I would have got that wrong for sure. Well, oh, Shrek, yeah. Shrek was like the best thing they ever did because before that, DreamWorks was doing all these Pixar knockoffs. Really? Yeah. And then they finally came out with Shrek, and everybody was like, holy shit, first of all, something kind of original, and it <laughs> went off really well. And so, because it was like Katz, saved them. Katzenberg got real salty. You know, him and um, Michael Eisner had some kind of beef. And then when mm. Michael Eisner fired Katzenberg, he started DreamWorks with like Geffen and Spielberg. Did you know David Geffen Records? Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. the name. I don't know who he is, though. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was just a rich guy. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, with David Geffen and Steven Spielberg, they started DreamWorks. Yeah. And, yeah. They were trying to cut into the business and compete. But um, okay. they finally hit it with Shrek. It was finally their first They've success. They've had like three of those movies success. now, right? I think I there was more than that. Plus all the spinoffs. At, and, at least three, but yeah, yeah. probably more. They I'm rode thinking. that thing all the way to the bank as far as they could, huh? Well, I think the pussycat's getting her his own thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's the uh, what is he Italian? What's what? he? What is he? What's his accent? In it's the... Antonio Banderas. So yeah, oh, so Latin American. Yes, Spanish. Okay. Spanish accent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's dude. That's he's perfect for that role too. <laughs> By the way, speaking speaking of, yeah, speaking of voiceover work, uh, we should congratulate Miss Andrea Joy. She just got her first voiceover work job this weekend. <laughs> oh, is this yeah? from so, Fiverr or what's this? No, from? no, no. This is from. Um, Technically, from the Podcast Discovery Center. Oh, so nice. It was voiceover work that was farmed out through there. Oh, and yeah. Somebody's listened to her voice a few times and, in fact, $7, has been on the show. $7,000. Wow. Congratulations. Nice. Minus That's about $6,965. Minus that. Then. Drinks yeah. on Andrea. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Rich. Nice. No, but it was fun. She got to do her first voiceover work. I, I cool. want to submit all of her voices into Disney, Pixar, all those places just for potential voiceover He's my pool. manager. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm like the guy from NSYNC that fucked them all out of their contracts. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember his name. You don't talk. The big he lives in Orlando. You're going to fuck yeah. me anytime Orlando. you want. So. <laughs> That's a good point. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, I got the next one. Number seven. Number seven. Number seven. Oh, all right. I had to count up. Seche. <laughs> um, okay, so this one's going to be Jabba the Hutt again. What? No compliment oh, here. Oh, I know this. My ex-girlfriend. I, I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> oh, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Which one? All of them. We'll just leave that. <laughs> Together <laughs> into one mush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a pudding. <laughs> it's um, No, Jabba the Hutt was inspired by a renowned film noir actor, Sidney Greenstreet who passed away in 1953, and, um, you know, he was all black and white films. Um, the Some of the big ones was, like, The Maltese Falcon mm-hmm. and Casablanca. He was always kind of, like, this big, like, oversized, obese crime boss. And, um, you know, he would kind of tuck his chin in when he would talk, you know, and then that's where, like, um, this, and this is from George Lucas. I was quoting him when I saw this. It, George Lucas said, make him look Alien and grotesque, just like Sydney Greenstreet. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> damn, way to hit him where it hurts, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So, um, you know, and he was always playing that kind of character, you know, of, you know, big, um, big greedy guy, you know. And um, mm. uh, he began his film career when he was 62 years old. And that's, yeah, a, that's a late starter. That is a late starter. You know what? On a podcast that uh, Tack used to run, uh, the You're 40 Now What, they actually did uh-huh. a list of 
uh, folks who made it big after 40. Like they had yeah. nothing that happened oh, before their career until they I totally hit 40. I forgot about that. That was, was a like, great episode. That was a oh, really, yeah, we did you know an episode that. You and Ron should bring that list to, to Twisted 10. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. Because yeah. if you, you shook hand, you're 40 now, what? You should bring that list over here. It's, oh, a, yeah. it's a good list. Yeah, so yeah. he didn't get started till 62? Till 62. I mean, he was doing plays like um, like Shakespeare plays. And I think he, like um, in 1902, 1902. So his first film was in like 1941. So 1902, like 30 years, 40 years before that, he was doing plays, and he was like a stage mur- actor. Yeah, yeah, like a murderer in the Sherlock's home it's play. Vaudeville, and- kid, vaudeville. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she. Nah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he was like doing that type of theater st- like work, but not you know film necessarily. It wasn't too many films around 1902. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good point. But um, <laughs> and this is kind of like a twofer because he did inspire Job of the Hut and all of that. But um, Spider-Man had a villain. I didn't know this. His The Spider-Man's villain name was Kingpin. And the Kingpin guy had a cigar, big guy, you know, crime boss with a suit. Hmm. And, uh, you know, he had his little minions take care of things for him. But, you know, and I don't know how many additions in Spider-Man he was in. He couldn't have been that famous. But that that villain from Spider-Man was also inspired by Sidney Greenstreet. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I want to look him up, too. But I don't want to just Not in case now. that. Just in case. Yeah. 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 Need to need to stay away. Yeah. Just don't even bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> you're making you're forcing him to go, no, don't look that up. <laughs> <laughs> and we are on number six. Number, number six. Say ah. Uh, numbers. So um this one I would say is like the, the last insulting one or like aggressively insulting. Um okay. but this is more insulting than the other ones, I I believe, because it's directly related. And we actually talked about it for a second. Lord Farquaad. Ooh. Oh, cool. Farquaad. Yep. Yeah. To, to go back to Shrek one more time, Lord Farquaad nice. um, was uh, Katzenberg being very salty about being fired from Disney <laughs> and uh, doing DreamWorks. Yes. He, he, you know, Farquaad, he had his own land and everything, you know, uh-huh. so it's directly to the ex-CEO, Michael Eisner. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. That's awesome. And he made Farquaad like four foot tall, you yeah, know, to yeah. to like <laughs> indicate his personality and everything. You know, Michael Eisner's like six foot three, yeah. you know, big ass dude. So, um, yeah. And, you know, he gave Lord Farquaad his own little land and everything, like in the movie to make it look like Disney. And oh, man. It, That's a really good point. I remember that now. I they forgot had like about the, the dancing yeah, yeah. puppets and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of subtle little like. Katzenberg. Um, that's, that's a nice little Easter egg. I didn't even know that. That yeah. is a good one. He was he was throwing curveballs. And then and John Lithgow, of course, did the voice. He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lithgow's good. Yeah, yes. and and like in terms of like resemblance, Farquaad only kind of looks like Eisner a little bit in the face, but not even that much, you know. But there's not really much resemblance like there, like spitting image, like um, like Shrek, like the French Angel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like that guy. But it's funny though that 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 I, I would have never have guessed that if. If I saw the picture of the French angel, I could say, okay, that's obviously right. Shrek. However, Farquaad with personality bias and things like yeah. that, that's kind of a cool little cheap shot to know about. <laughs> yeah, cool. it's, and it's real subtle, real, real subtle, you know. And, um, you mm-hmm. know, there was one time, you know, and I don't know if this has anything to do with, like, you know, how, Katzen, how Katzenberg felt, but Eisner said at one time, like, during an interview, like, I don't like that little midget, or I don't think I like that midget. You know, because Katzenberg's not a big guy. You know, or, he's or small. that Jew, I think he said too. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's <laughs> all these jokes about how he's like anti-Jew. I don't know. It's just a stupid joke. Is that you sure that's not your personality coming out a little God, bit there, no. Tack? <laughs> no. 
I, I love everybody. Uh, yes, we we don't hate the Jews here, Tack. Uh, also, Disney, we love you. Don't sue us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. That little cat. Yeah. That's a scary machine, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> it gets bad. I love you, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, Mr. Eisner, we don't think you look like that. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then the only other information I had on it was kind of, you know, that whole situation we were talking about where Katzenberg split up. With um, and then got with Geffen, David Geffen, and mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg to put together DreamWorks. That's which, cool. You know, Hell yeah, yeah. Didn't DreamWorks get together and do something else with another company, like maybe, maybe. Lucas Arts? And they combine something with Lucas Arts, maybe. Uh, maybe Lucas Pixar. Arts? Is, it no. Pixar? is Pixar Disney though? Uh, I don't know. Pixar is Disney. Yeah. Is Disney um, now. Unless you're maybe Sony, maybe. I don't know though. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll look it up in the break. I don't. I, I if knew. you tell me a project, then maybe I can tell you who did it. I could, I have no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. I don't know the outcomes of the project. I just remember a big union of giants in the industry, and they were doing something you know tremendous. I just don't yeah. remember what they were. I thought I it was know. for some reason. I thought it was Lucas and then DreamWorks. Well, whatever. I'll look well, it up. they're close. You know, like Lucas is close to Spielberg. So yeah, I believe it. You know what I mean. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe they just collaborated on one movie and I saw it in one movie. And yeah, that was maybe well, what it was. No. I don't yeah, know. Well, I mean, I kind of shot myself in the foot having like the information that we mentioned earlier as like my number six. Yeah, no, that's so, right. it's all good. <laughs> so we can look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so is that it? That's that's ten through six. It's time for a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take mm. a break. You won't believe what number three is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, just kidding. All right, so uh, again, we'll be back after this. Uh, take a listen to a little bit of DJ Gil Lugo during the break and uh, Mr. John Hannon with Funny to Informing. Uh, yeah, we'll finish nice. off his list when we come back. Thank you, Adam. I got, I got to make, sure I <laughs> I make sure I gave you enough props to make up for that fuck up. <laughs> oh, well. All right, guys, we'll be right back. What to Village Idiot Pub. You locals know about it. You guys from out of town have to check them out. Village Idiot Pub is now a proud sponsor with Living Podcariously and the Twisted Ten Podcasts. It's more than just about commercials, though. The cast here will be taking our show on the road to Village Idiot to record some episodes as well as hold events. They have over 30 beers on tap, including ciders and Hefeweizen, my favorite, as well as hundreds of bottle choices. Adam, you forgot my favorite, all the delicious wine. (laughs) So get your friends together and enjoy the board games, puzzles, and the giant Jenga. Let the owner Jason, as well as the rest of the staff there, take excellent care of your beer drinking needs. Mention either one of our shows to the staff and get 10% off your tab. Tuesday is open mic, Wednesday is trivia, Thursday is karaoke, Friday and Saturday night are live music. Visit them at 4 Harrison Street, Suite 103, Cocoa, Florida, or Village Idiot Pub on Facebook. And don't forget, they are a dog-friendly location, so bring your friends, family, and fur babies. Hey, Tech, you ever have that conversation with your girl about where to eat dinner and it always turns into that back and forth? I don't know. You pick. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, yeah. Yeah? Well, I've got an answer for you next time that comes up. Oh, yeah? Where at? The Salty Fox in Melbourne off of Old Galley Boulevard. Oh, nice. You know, I've actually been there and the food was pretty awesome. Hell yeah, it was. 
They offer a great selection of paninis, shareable appetizers, soups and salads, and one of the best desserts I've ever had, the Funky Monkey. Oh, yeah. My favorite was the vintage options. They got this meal called Ramen Noodle on Crack. You just got to try it out. Done. That's definitely what I'm getting next time. Put the fun between your legs at the Salty Fox every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. with the Old Galley Arts District Bike Crawl. It's a four-mile bicycle ride down Pineapple Avenue with stops for food and beer all along the route. Be sure to visit the Salty Fox every Sunday for brunch from 11 to 4. Hey, isn't that the $10 bottomless mimosas brunch? Sure is. Enjoy your brunch while the Salty Fox's DJ spins throwbacks and top 40 hits. Salty Fox is located in the downtown O'Galley Art District on O'Galley Boulevard. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash saltyfoxmelbourne or online at thesaltyfox.net. Hey listeners, be sure to mention you heard about the Salty Fox on our show and you'll get 10% off your meals. DJ Gilugo. The baddest DJ in the land. It's Adam. If you enjoy the hosts or the content of the Twisted Ten, be sure to check out our other show. It's called Living Podcariously. While the Twisted Ten may get crass and explicit occasionally, it holds no water to Living Podcariously. We do get a little bit more rough and raw on that show. We have a lot of fun producing it and have had some awesome guests. And as always, thanks for listening. Welcome back to The Twisted Ten. Woot woot. Uh, we are here tonight with John Hannon from where to <laughs> From funny funny to informing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to uh, say yeah. Kissimmee. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, that would technically work too. Right by the airport. Yeah. yeah. How'd you drive? Did you just come over 528? Yeah, straight down. Yeah, straight pretty, pretty down. easy shot. He said by yeah. the airport. Did you not see the jet he flew in? Well, you know, yeah. listen, if you listen to his podcast, you'll hear him complain a few times in there when yeah. airplanes. Oh my God. And, the, the, and he did the other episode too. He was like... These fucking airplanes. Like, well, how about you don't do your podcast outside underneath the airplanes? No, I like, I like to smoke cigarettes while I'm doing it. So that's not, not an option. Not an option. Yeah, because the last one, it was in poor taste because it was a the plane crash. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Way too soon, too. Yeah. Way I, too I soon. I looked up that plane, the Icon. What was the Icon 5? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. That's plane. a sweet ride. Yeah, you got to have money to have it. But, man. <laughs> like, mm. uh, uh, Mr. Gray from, uh, 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 what's that show about sex? The Sex Room? Fifty Shades? Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got his own glider. And- yeah. He's oh. a different kind of glider, though, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of glider are you talking about? <laughs> so anyway, John, let's uh, let's get a recap on 10 through 6, if you don't mind. Okay. So, oh, crap. If you remember. Do by uh, memory? Mm, no. This is going to be a tough one. Um, 10 was... This is why we don't use paper. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? I, we had somebody else running the same project. After every like, single oh, one. Running through I forgot all the about that, paper. yeah. Yeah, after every single one, I was just throwing them. So they're balled up in my pocket right now. <laughs> so we know one of them was the Shrek guy, the, the French angel. Well, hold on. Yeah. Let's back up. Number 10 was... Um, Dennis the Menace. Dennis, Dennis the, the Menace. Menace. 
Number nine. nine. Ursula. This is what Ken made us do. Ken made us guess because yeah. he couldn't remember. <laughs> That's a good point. Ken, we love you, buddy. <clears throat> yeah, nine was Ursula, like Andrea Ursula. said. Yeah. yeah. Eight. And then um, eight was, that was Shrek, Shrek. and the French Angel? Yeah, I think so. And All then right. seven was Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then six, six was, was Farquaad. Oh, there you go. Nice. Lord Very Farquaad. Good. Wow. Lord, Lord Farquaad. Well done. Yeah, because I, I was not prepared for that at all, the recap. <laughs> we do listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. Occasionally. <laughs> okay, so, um, okay, so yeah, so that brings me to number five. Number, number five. five. Single. Yeah, uh, we're getting uh. a little bit um, less insulting now with them. Um, <laughs> and uh, this one, you know, this, they're, now we're going to get into like more like prominence but this one is uh number five Rocco's modern life Rocco's um, modern, Rocco's modern life. life yes and Rocco himself was um you know when they pitched the idea for Rocco they kind of wanted a young Woody Allen thrown into like adult situations so he <laughs> is inspired by Woody Allen and um yeah and and then something something about like the the creator of Rocco's modern life was at the zoo and he saw a wallaby and the wallaby was acting, it was a baby wallaby or something, and it was acting a little crazy, you know, that's kind of like a kangaroo. Type. But yeah. yeah, and he was, um, and the, the baby wallaby was acting a little erratic. So, you know, he kind of combined like that look that he saw at the zoo that day with Woody Allen's behavior and, <laughs> you know, tried to keep the show going. It only lasted like three or four seasons, though. It wasn't mm-hmm. like the greatest cartoon, but it was when like Nick was first started. You know, Nickelodeon started at like 1990. I think I remember. I was still a kid. I remember, it. I remember that happening. Yeah. I remember as the B-52s did the theme song. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. Of the, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of Rocco's Modern Life, anyway, yeah. But, like, when Nickelodeon started in the 90s, they only were doing, like, Doug... Loved um, Doug. That show Rugrats. was amazing. <laughs> Doug's pretty good. Rugrats. Rugrats, Rugrats was that. the other one. And then there was one more. It was uh, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> they were doing Ren and Stimpy. So, Man, and that takes me back down nostalgia memory lane. <laughs> I was nine years old in 1990, so I was right there with all of those. I would be, have been 11, I think. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so when the show came out, Rocco's Modern Life, it was like when Nickelodeon was at its peak. Like three years later in 1993, they had a couple more shows. And, um, you know, but it only lasted three seasons. And uh, my favorite Nickelodeon show ever of all time. Mm. You can't do that on television. Hell yeah, I love that. Anytime, oh, wow. anytime somebody says, show, I don't know, don't they know. get slimed. Oh, uh, yeah. you gotta love it. I liked it. today's special. Today's special, shouting loud and clear. Of course, you would know that, Tack. <laughs> of course, you would know that. I just guessed. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> uh, I loved all that because all that was kind of like. Um, like MTV, but for kids, yeah. you know, but it was like MTV or um, uh, what's the one, uh, you know, like a skit show, like Saturday Night Live or yep. something like that. Or- Dude, Double Dare was the bomb. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not sorry. Not MTV. Mad TV. Mad TV. Mad yeah. TV. That's the one I was thinking of. Yep. Yeah, because MTV is going downhill. Nothing like MTV. Yeah, MTV. So, well, <laughs> and I, you know what, though? I say, I've, I've said this before on our other show. MTV now is more appealing to the kids of this day's generation than it would be to us. But why do they care about teen pregnancy? And It's fascinating to them. They love that silly um, fake reality TV kind of bullshit that MTV is all about now. And that, that, but guess what? That works for that demographic. If MTV is targeting that younger demographic of people, so between the ages of like 15 and 25, if that's their target, 
Well, that's what those people are really into yeah. watching right now. Yeah. Of course, us, we want the music back. But that was our generation. That's what we like to see on MTV was the music. If you want music now, you got YouTube for that. Or they, you got any number of They got to rename it or something. They can't call it the Music Television Network. I don't know I don't know if they did rename <laughs> it, right? It's still Music Television. That's a good question. Kind of like KFC is no longer Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's just KFC. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, really? they they don't. It's not an acronym anymore. It's really? just the initials for the they company. They had to for I can't remember why. So probably some legal. Yeah, issue. It has something to do with Kentucky or fried or something like because it's not all fried or something. I can't remember. Yeah. So now they're just yeah. KFC. That doesn't actually stand for anything. MTV may be that way too. MTV yeah. may just be MTV. Not, you can't label yourself as a music network anymore. Right? No. Hell no. <laughs> so yeah, Rock is Modern Life, inspired by Woody Allen, nice. and then um, that moves me on to number four. Number four. four. Quattro. Adam. Ah. Got it. Number four is um, if you've ever seen The Incredibles, uh, Edna oh, yeah. Mode is um, uh-huh. re- is inspired by Ed Edith Head. So Edna Mode, she was the kind of like the hero's costume designer. Yeah, yeah. You know, and in real life, Edith Head was a costume designer and for. She was like darling. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. And they're, uh, you know, that's another situation where they kind of look similar. And, um, you know, the personalities are almost the same because, you know, like a quote. Oh, uh-huh, that's Ollie. <laughs> somebody, I think somebody's here for a living pod, curiously. That's the best alarm you could have, though. <laughs> hey, come the, on in. Have a seat anywhere you want. We're finishing up Twisted 10. That's the best alarm you could have. Yeah, he, he goes nuts whenever people come Good in. Good boy, Oliver. I'm trying so hard to be quiet, too. No. <laughs> it's, it's not you. It's, it's him. Quiet on the set. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so edith head she was a costume designer for a lot of like um you know uh, movies she did like 436 movies she was the costume designer for i gotta say i've never seen incredibles what what never what? seen it oh my god Ooh, i can't believe that yeah, you, I you would love that movie yeah it's a good one dude yeah definitely maybe we have a midnight movie to watch now it's not very long wow. either <laughs> interesting movie I'll, to watch. No. I'll show you something incredible. <laughs> the movie. Oh, Mister Incredible. <laughs> Maybe if I knew the movie, I would know what that meant. But it doesn't mean anything. It's just that's right. his name was Mister Incredible. Made it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just think like you guys said right? that together though. There I was know, something it's, there. It's, uh, I don't understand. It's a We're, redhead uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah yeah so they have the same look they both were costume designers one for heroes in the cartoon and one in for movies in real life and uh Edith Head the real life costume designer she won 8 Oscars for costume designing damn yeah nice. she was talented evidently very talented but you know it, and you haven't seen Incredibles Adam nope. but if you had um you know uh Edna Mode in the in the cartoon in the movie she you know thick black glasses you know short straight black hair you know, and that's exactly how Edith Head looked. So, um, you know, there were definitely similarities there, especially in their personalities. They both had extreme confidence. Um, you know, Edna Mode was, you know, she would say she's the best of the best at costume designing. And then, um, you know, uh, Edith Head, like, has been, like, on record saying things like, I hate modesty or I hate hmm. when people are humble, you know. So, you know, they had the same personalities, the same look. You know, it's, it's easy to that's see cool. that they're – But it's definitely not insulting because, you know – See, I'm starting to get into more into the inspiring phase. <laughs> yeah. You see in that <laughs> now? The list. I got you, I got the list is evolving, Tack. <laughs> it's, it's making a change. It's a pretty butterfly. <laughs> Beautiful butterfly. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, that's a bug's life. We should watch that one too. That's good. okay. Never seen that either. Jesus what? what? What is wrong with you? Have you ever heard of a life? company called Pixar? Yes. So I love Pixar movies, and I've I probably seen yeah. every other Pixar movie out there, but I've never seen a Bug's Life or the Incred- the Pixar did in- the Incredibles. Yes, I never saw now, one of those. Yeah. Mm. Did you see all the Toy Stories? Yeah, I saw. Well, I can't see. I saw Toy Story three because I know it's supposed to have a sad ending, and I don't oh. remember a sad ending. It's still happy. It's a tearjerker. No, three just came out. You're talking about two. No. Well, no, three. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of cars. <laughs> I've definitely, definitely seen cars. My son was born and raised in the time yeah, that he would have been a huge fan. Yeah, my son was obsessed with cars. Yeah. Yeah. So. Looks like I got a couple all. Pixar movies to watch. Yeah. And wrapping that up, though, Pixar, uh, the Pixar universe has been announced to actually have ties together. So basically, the people behind Pixar have said that, yes, all the little Easter eggs throughout all the different Pixar movies that you might see. Uh, actually means something. That means there is a Pixar universe and that one thing affects the other. Like the Monsters, Inc. thing is tied into Cars, which is tied See, into everything. That's that's fu- that's cool. I like yeah. that. You know, And I've been actually like wanting that for a long time because you, you have to look hard for them, but there it's, yep. it's like so like this other character from another movie passes in the background. Yeah, and the, uh, the uh, pizza truck, pizza planet truck. That's in every episode. Every episode, yeah. like, or every uh, movie. Yeah. In the movie Wally, at the very end of Wally, or not the very end, at the very beginning when he's out there, you know, making his piles of shit, uh, one of the things that he happens to pick up is a little toy version of that same truck. Yeah, yeah. And he looks at it and <laughs> keeps on going. Wow. Yeah, I, really I have to cool. see Wally again because that one I only saw the one time and I don't think I appreciated it. There wasn't enough dialogue. So I like walked out kind of like mad at it. But I have to watch it again. Dude, yeah. Wally, Wally is a piece of art. I have to appreciate it. Is an it. Amazing yeah, it's movie. It's good music in it too. So. Yeah. yeah. And then everybody was fat at the end, you know, just like oh, rolling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. It's okay. so it's such a uh um what's the word I'm looking for that that is a like a parallel to what we go through now is that our all of American culture and American society is all getting lazy and fatter day by day by day. It's exactly where we're going. Isn't to be. it scary? Isn't yeah. it? Yes. Oh man, it's terrifying stuff. But um, okay, so moving on to number three. <laughs> number, number three is um, the spinach eating sailor Popeye. Oh, Popeye. Mm, yes, yeah. he was inspired by a real guy. Um, the guy, his name was Frank, um, and his nickname was Rocky. So it was Frank Rocky Fiegel. Really? And uh, yeah, he, you know, was the toothless, you know, had the pipe, you know, his his face was kind of, I don't want to say like mashed upwards, but, you know, yeah. he had, you know, the, the bottom lip going over the the top one. And, <laughs> Did you know, he have like thing. huge forearms too? <laughs> it, it, well, you know what? That's the weirdest thing because when I was looking up like his cause of death, it says warships grew out of his biceps. <laughs> yeah. yeah well oh. and then on frank rocky fiegel's like headstone it says like inspiration of popeye or whatever and it has a picture of popeye so oh, that's cool yeah so they commemorated him real nice about it you know but um you know and i wanted to look into like whether or not he was an actual sailor or not and i couldn't i didn't see anything that he was you know he was just kind of a bar owner who would you know be ready to fight whenever you know and um, what he would do is he was he would close down his bar and then go out front and sleep, you know, on like a chair, you know, a lawn chair or something. And um, the kids would kind of mess with him in town, and they knew he would sleep there, you know, outside the bar before opening up the next day. So they would go, you know, shout next to him, you know, ah! and then run away. And then he would wake up with his fists, you know, flailing, you know, <laughs> oh, trying no to catch kidding. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's pretty good, Dak. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and he was from Illinois, you know, so he was, um, you know, from America, United States anyway. 
But uh, yeah, he loved fighting, worked at the saloon, uh, you know, and uh, he'd passed away in 1947 when he was 79 years old. Damn, pretty but, good life for that time frame. And supposedly he was tough as nails until the day he died. You know, that he was a very, I guess, like local, you know, figure to where um, the creator of Popeye was from. And Popeye was created in 1933. So that was forever ago, you know, yeah. and uh, so he was he was able to be around a little bit to see Popeye develop. You know, he passed away like 14 years after Popeye was created. So it's kind of cool to see yourself commemorated in a cartoon. <laughs> Isn't that you know what I mean? I'd be uh, telling everybody. <laughs> and, Andrea Joy. I'm Andrea just Joy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's Am his I number on one. The list? Maybe that's his number one. Oh, is, oh, is, oh, is yeah. Penny. Penny. I don't know if you've ever seen that, John. We do a cartoon. Well, we did a cartoon. We're still going to continue. Are we? You yeah. sure? So Tack animates uh, a, a cartoon called Get Out Penny for us. Andrea's the star. She plays a little girl named Penny. Whoa. And then no, no. Tack plays. I, I do a voice on the show, too. And then and Jay that. used to be part of it, but since he's no longer with Dichotomy Media with our company, then we have to somehow figure out how to kill off his summer character camp. and bring him back on. <laughs> yeah, Summer Camp or Watch something. Out. It's got seven episodes That's on YouTube. That's they sing kids in all sitcoms or in shows when they're gone. <laughs> yeah. That's good. What, what, what's it called again? Get Out Penny. Get Out Penny. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to look it up because I haven't heard about that. No. Yeah, yeah we got like five it's... episodes out now. All the episodes are really short. They're like two or three minutes oh, long. Good. That's it, so. Really take your time killing off Jay. Make it slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do yes. have one episode that's ready. I just have to animate it and put it together. I've been lazy. We got to <laughs> figure out something cool to do to him, Tack. Yeah, well, we got the next episode to figure it out. So I don't even have a script for Maybe it Santa yet, Claus so. can kill him. Maybe Ooh, we just never theme talk it. about him again. <laughs> or we replace him with a random new character and still call him <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to be moving on. We're into the uh, the home stretch here. I'm at number two. Number Dose. two. Ah. All righty. It's going to be Betty Boop. Oh, yes. That's one of my favorite cartoon characters of all time. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So, if I um, wouldn't have said Jessica Rabbit, I would have said Betty Boop. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, nice. So, you're, you go for the sexy. Oh, yeah. I cartoons. love sexy cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't like get off to them or anything. I just, I enjoy them. Good. I, I oh, prefer please. sexy cartoons. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Here, wait, wait. Now you can tell the truth. I'm holding my ears. You can tell the truth. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit and I have been, you know, around a circle a few times. Mm. Mm. Ahead, you can put them back on, babe. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Betty Boop was, um, you know, inspired, you know, particularly from Marilyn Monroe. And, um, you know, the have you guys ever seen the movie Some Like It Hot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's a movie, you know, and uh, Jack Lemmon and they dress up in females and mm-hmm. Monroe is singing. And she sings, um, I Want to Be Loved by You. Yeah. And, you know, there's a whole boop-a-doop boop in that yeah, song, yeah. you know, and it's, uh, you know, she uh, again, similar in looks, the short, you know, curly hair and the red lipstick and... Um, you know, and uh, <clears throat> she like was the earliest sex symbol for in pop culture. So that was kind of a big deal that she was coming out, you know, when she did. And, you know, that's what Marilyn Monroe was also kind of regarded as, as a pop culture um, sex symbol. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, and uh, that so, yeah, so they have pretty much those similarities in common. And, um, you know, so they were inspiring, you know, Betty Boop to Marilyn Monroe and uh that's all I have to say about that one. <laughs> that's, nice. a, that's an awesome tie-in. Of course, you always remember Marilyn Monroe for the stereotypical blonde hair standing on the wind grate with the skirt flying oh, up. That's, yeah. your, that's your quintessential picture of she, Marilyn Monroe. She had, an alter, she had an alter ego, right? Or she was like Norma Jean or something. Oh, I don't know. That's Norma Ray. Uh, something. Norma well, that was her real name. Yeah. yeah. And then she yeah. like was like, because she had like split personality. Norma, Norma you know what? Yeah. We're going to give a plug to another podcast on this right now because he goes so in depth. He literally does a time suck on 
uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe, go check out Mr. Dan Cummins' show if you want the full behind the scenes on what Marilyn Monroe's life was. So we're definitely going to plug time stuff for that. <laughs> yeah, Dan, uh, you do some great work. But yeah, I remember him talking about her and her like not alter ego sort of, but her, her other life that she does. Yeah. Have. Yeah. Cause, Cause she, she couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. She so, supposedly she was like real, like shy, you know, and kind of like off putting, you know, but when she would be Marilyn Monroe, she was like the most confident SOB out there, you know, and could talk to anybody, you know, it's without... as a character man. she put that, you know, that outfit on and that became who she was. That was her Superman's cape. That's man. what that was. That, and it, was she killed by the CIA? I don't know. Ooh, yeah. Paperwork's coming out on that, right? They didn't like Paperwork's how she sung. <laughs> coming out on JFK. Well, it's all tied in. You think it'll be tied into the JFK thing? I was just going to say, they didn't For like sure. how she sung Happy Birthday to him. <laughs> so they were like, you're, fu- you're done. You're done. <laughs> you missed the D sharp, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Betty Boop, Marilyn Monroe, and uh, Marilyn Monroe passed away in 1926. When she was sixty-two, no, no, that's, that's a lie, not right? <laughs> that is an absolute she, lie. I, I know the lie. She wasn't. A, yeah, that's what I. <laughs> no, that, yeah. I don't want to call that. I was like, oh, that's it right there. Okay, I'm catching myself. Yeah, <laughs> I don't no. even think she was alive in 1926. No, yeah, actually, 1926. Their time. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Why did I have sixty-two there? That sounds about right. She was died in sixty-two. Died in sixty-two. Oh, she was born age of in 26. 26. She was born in nineteen twenty-six, I think. Oh, okay. And that she passed sounds... away in nineteen sixty-two. Mm, that's that what doesn't it is. sound right. That's what it is. She wasn't that old. I think. I think that's what it was. That made her thirty-four. Yeah, that's young. Is that right? I guess so. It's relatively young. Nineteen so. twenty-six to sixty-two. Yeah. Sorry. Well, let's not dwell on it. Maybe that's his lie. Let's just... That's like thirty-something. <laughs> yeah, thirty-two. Yeah, I think. Oh, I don't ah, know. Fuck, I don't know. I'm bad at math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, we're gonna move on to the number one and final one. Ooh, number, number one. Number uno. Uh, uh, is going to be Bugs Bunny. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes, that's an easy one, too. Yeah. And, uh, the Easter Bunny, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, catching me every single time. Um, no, Bugs Bunny, this is kind of a two for two because it's um, two for two, two for also. Uh, Clark Gable and Groucho Marx both kind of contributed to who Bugs Bunny was. Okay. Um, Because Clark Gable was just kind of one instant. Um, He was in a movie called It Happened One Night. And um, he was eating carrots, leaning up on a fence. You know, he was supposed to be the guy in the the movie that had the quick wit. So they kind of like based it off of that, um, his character in that movie. No kidding. Yeah. And then, um, but more or less Groucho Marx, but Groucho Marx as like, his whole persona because he was like yeah yeah, he was like a comedian i remember bugs bunny like imitating retro marks every once in a while yeah 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 yeah. that that, that was some of the things i was seeing about it too and uh you know but groucho marks would have the cigar instead of the carrot yeah yeah. big bushy eyebrows and all that yeah 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 and i've never seen groucho mark like any of his like comedy or anything like that but i mean (laughs) i don't know i don't know if it's witty or funny but he's yet supposedly had a quick wit you know, kind of mm. like an Elvis Costello or something like that. Yeah. Bug Bunny was always the coolest guy on the cartoon. You know what I mean? He was always the Mr. Confident, the Mr. Cool. I mean, that was yeah. just. Yeah. He would like turn the, the conversation back to yeah. you. It's duck season. Rabbit season. Rabbit. Duck season. Yeah. Rabbit season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Yeah. <laughs> Got you again. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. And, uh, yeah. So that's, um, and then they had the similar accents because I guess they wanted for Bugs Bunny's like voice. To kind of have that Brooklyn, you know, yeah. wise guy, you know, type of mm-hmm. type of accent. So you know, Clark Gable and uh, Groucho Marx are right in that realm. Hmm. So that's uh, 
that was what I had for number one. And I mean, honestly, you could even do this type of list again because there were like a lot of characters that I was seeing. Inspiring real people for yeah. cartoon Like yeah. Yogi Bear. I thought you were going to do that one for sure. Hey, boop, yeah. Sports guy. <laughs> yeah. It, well, you know what? Yeah, I should have. I. <laughs> it was a selective list. And when I was doing like insulting to inspired, yeah, you can only pick 10 of them. That's the, yeah. the twisted 25. <laughs> I got it. Don't you, don't you start a podcast like that? Hang on a yeah, minute. Yeah, the twisted twelve. <laughs> like, damn it. Yeah, and then when I was doing the list too, I, you know, at first I was just going to do characters, and then they were telling me it like, you know, like just like honorable mentions, like not cartoon characters. Like Rocky was inspired by a real guy, and um, the the guy from um, um, like Psycho was inspired. Oh, really? By, yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. a, a lot of weird names. ones. That's cool. Yeah, wow. yeah, and like uh, the guy from. Um, Taxi, Rob De Niro's character from Taxi or whatever. Taxi Driver. Hmm. Taxi yeah. Driver, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so there were some good <clears throat> ones. But then so I was like, all right, let me do just cartoons. And there were still a lot, but anyway. Jay did a list a while back on uh, uh, top 10 stories you thought were true but really weren't. or some Maybe it was you, Tech. I don't remember who did it. But I did, like, facts or something like that, yeah. It was nuts to hear the stories that you thought were based on true stories because they say <laughs> at the beginning based on a true story and then it's all just a bunch of bullshit. It had, there's no Ooh. truth to it at all. Yeah, that's that was what, a good list. I would, that's what got me. There was this one movie that came out, uh, The Fourth Kind. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah. I, I watched that. That, that was, uh, I think, my... My my inspiration for the whole list, yeah. Yeah, I thought that shit was real. (laughs) And then when it wasn't, like... Yeah, no, not at all. Just like... And uh, 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 Blair Witch project or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, all fucking bullshit. That was like the first of its kind to come out like that. Yeah, that was was ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. John, that was Um, a fucking great list there, dude. That was, that was fun. Did you you guys spot anything, you know? Oh, the obvious thing? So we're looking... Are we at the point where we're looking for the... Yeah. The only thing I can think of was... <sighs> the uh, Spider-Man villain, because you were like, "Don't look it up." Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. that could be it. But uh, can you run through, if maybe out of memory or out of the cards, what were the the names of the the ten? There again? was, um, you know, ten was Dennis the Menace. All right, Dennis the Menace. Everything's checked out okay on that one. Yeah, nine was. That was. Mm, oh, uh, Little Mermaid, Ursula. Ursula. Oh, Ursula, yeah. right. Ursula, and then Shrek, Shrek, uh, Jabba the Hutt, yep, uh, Lord Farquaad, and then uh, Rocco's Modern Life, Rocco, and mm. then what was four? Four was Edna Mode, yep, mm-hmm. and then the costume designer or hero designer, whatever, and then three was Popeye, two was Betty Boop, Marilyn Monroe. And then one was Bugs Bunny. So you say Popeye, the inspiration for Popeye, you couldn't find anything about him actually being a sailor. No, he was a bar owner or saloon owner. I wonder if that's it. All right, I'm going to go that. I'll I'll go that one. Okay. I have no idea. Tack, you going to go the one he kind of... Yeah, I'm going to go the Spider-Man villain one. All right. (laughs) Okay. Did either one of us have it? Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> what, and what sucked, I almost, I almost fucked it up, too, because um, it was the, and when you, you scared me, too, when you said you were a huge Betty Boop fan. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, no, because um, Betty Boop, uh, Marilyn Monroe, and I messed up the age, you know, when, the, when she was born and the time of uh. death and everything, but Betty Boop okay. was like. Uh, before Marilyn Monroe, prior to Marilyn Monroe, yeah. damn it, I should have got Way that. Uh huh. So, um, oh. so Marilyn Monroe or Marilyn Monroe. So Betty Boop was inspired by another Booba Duper, but her name was Helen Kane, and she was, you know, another sex uh, symbol. And she looks even more 
like Betty Boop than Marilyn Monroe ah, does, okay. you know, but very flamboyant, you know, sure. strong personality. But Helen you, Kane, I don't know. You sold it though when you said the one movie that Marilyn Monroe in had Marilyn Monroe was in had that like little boop boopy doo yeah. sound. I'm like, maybe oh, Marilyn that's well, it for Monroe sure. is off of Betty Boop. Yeah, Ooh, well, and that's the thing. That's reversing song, it up. <laughs> there's um that one song too. Um, that I want to be loved by you. It, it wasn't originated. Yeah, it was originated by Helen Kane. Oh, oh no shit! Yeah, so there you go. I, I, I did my list and I was looking at it and I was like, man, Betty Boop sounds like Marilyn Monroe. I was like, let me just throw that in there, you know? Let me, <laughs> nice. let me throw in a lie and then uh, Dude, I should have lined awesome. up the times better. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's phenomenal. I'm done with the papers. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Stone Age with those papers. Um, all right, so tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Funny to Informing and uh, again how they can find you, where they can go to click like or subscribe or those yeah, kinds of things. Yeah, it's uh, Funny to Informing. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Um, um, you know, cast, castbox.fm, castify.fm. And um, if you Google funny to informing, it comes right up. There's a little um, caricature of me, you know, and uh, it's a lot of dude humor, you know, and bro stuff and uh, focus on being funny. But if some information comes out of it, it's beneficial for everybody. But, you know, I try to find the joke first. And uh, I record nice. on my patio studio. We do it outside, so there's some planes going over. If I burp, I don't pull it. You know, so it's <laughs> he awesome. does. He does burp a lot. I didn't. It's very that. real. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's awesome. And you're also a member of the podcast Mafia here in Central Florida. Yeah, yeah. I was podcast of the week last week before yep. Burn It Down. I was yeah. I was happy um, podcast that. of the week. I don't he, know about I that. Be of course you do. You just edited us our 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 logos for. Um, I don't know what that was for. For John. For uh, Towsley, James, Jesus Christ, right, for James. James, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for this coming up week, he's combining our Living Pod curiously and our Twisted Ten into one big banner. He's going to put across podcast month. <gasps> oh, gonna that's going to be awesome! Oh, nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> That means we win. I'm wearing a tiara all week. <laughs> so big shout out to the Podcast Mafia. Tons of shows that are in there. So if you're a listener of ours and are looking for other podcasts to go listen to, uh, just go to the Podcast Mafia page on Facebook. There's a little list up at the top. Uh, if you want to see all the shows that are part of the Podcast Mafia, it's mostly Central Florida shows from mm -hmm. like Tampa over to the East Coast over here in Cocoa Beach area where we are. However, there's also a few shows that are up north uh, as well in the United States. So, but it's a lot of great shows. So, all are good. Yeah. yeah, very cool. All right, we ready yeah. to wrap it up? Get out of here. Uh, I think so. Yeah. All right. Who's we're, next week. Uh, next week is an interesting week. It's going to be. Um, uh, we're going to paint the walls green next week because none. Not only. Let me start that ever. None other than the Mr. Dabs K from the Burn It Down Show will be in here. Oh, right. So yes. So so so. All right. All right. So so so. We're gonna we're gonna paint our eyes so red. I'll make lots and, of extra food. Yeah, you'll, there'll need to be some munchies going around the studio here. Um, I don't know why, but uh, something tells me we'll need something like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're gonna put a, a photo up on our Twisted Ten Facebook page of. John Hannon being in here with us as well. We're sticking up one of his logos up on the wall of Easter eggs back here in the studio also. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So, uh, all right. That's been our show this week. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, dude. Great list. You brought a, brought a hell of a list. Andrea, yeah. thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you. This and was awesome. Mr. Wilson says hello, but he's not here right now. Yeah. So, yeah mm. He's out of town. Mm. He's out of town. Mm. He's still moving over here. <laughs> and Maybe next you, uh, time. If you want to follow us on uh, Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at Twisted10, as well as Facebook and Instagram also, Twisted10. And be sure to go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash yep. thetwisted10. Thank you, please. Mr. Clay Groves with the Fish Nerds podcast for your donation, buddy. We greatly yep. appreciate that. 
Uh, Andrea, where can they find you? Uh, let's see. Down at Brent Allen Salon and Day Spa. Mention the Twisted 10. You'll receive 20% off any service on your first visit. Also, come on down on November 25th. We're going to be having a big shopping extravaganza. A lot of the proceeds are going to the SPCA. They'll be there with their adoption truck. We'll have lots of vendors selling things, a bounce house. All of our products will be 25% no. off. Come get and we'll be there recording live. By the way, That's, we're going to have a tent set up ooh, and our mics and everything nice. set up. All right. All right. So, yeah. And uh, we're you can also check us out on iHeartRadio, which we never plug. And I guess Podcast Spotify? Radio Network. Podcast Radio Network. And I guess Spotify. And now Spotify. Soon, yeah. I guess. We're yeah. on a ton of platforms now, dude. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's get out of here. So on behalf of the Twisted 10, I'm Adam. I'm Tack. I'm Andrea Joy. And over to our guest host this week. Thank you very much for bringing us a hell of a good list. Thank you for having me. My name's John. John Hannon with Funny to Informing. Aw. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you next week. Sponsorship with Living Podcariously or The Twisted Ten is not just about contracts or money. We like to form relationships with those who invest in our shows. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. We only like representing companies or products that we can really get behind. We met Kyle and Bianca from Oak and Iron Photography at an event from another sponsor of ours and immediately bonded with them because, let's face it, they're just awesome people. Yeah. And if you came out to our Living Podcariously listener event, you may have seen them roaming around, taking some photos for us. They captured so much joy and emotion in those photos that night. It was amazing. Yes, it was. Now, Adam, like I'm kind of a amateur photographer, so I can appreciate how difficult it really is to capture moments like that. They shoot events of any kind. Weddings, lifestyle photos like maternity, couples, families, you name it. Not only do they capture moments that your grandmama will like, but they also put that oak and iron personal style and spin on what would normally be considered traditional photos. Oh, yeah. That ring of fire shot from our event was awesome. Hell, yeah. Their photos not only capture the raw emotion, but when looking at them later, you're transported back to that day they were taken. You'll see it on their website. They capture, quote, the real moments for the true at heart. Nice. Head on over to oakandironphoto.com to check out some of their work. Also, you can click the contact us button and get a quote of your own. Go and check out oakandironphoto.com and let Kyle and Bianca know you heard about them from us. Hey, remember we had that listener event? Yeah, yeah. Our first ever listener event from Living Podcariously? Yeah, 777, yeah. July 7th. Giant success. In fact, we just gave Keith with the Children's Hunger Project his his uh, his money from that event that we raised. Indeed we did. Hey, what was that um, beer that was donated for the event? Uh, that was from Bug Nutty Brewery. That was oh, called yeah. The Nutty Idiot. It was a medium-bodied lager. I don't remember the ingredients that they had in it, but man, it was it was good. We served 300 pours, all 300 possible pours that we could have out of their donation. We served <laughs> very, very quickly that night. Yeah, it had like an Asian flavor to it or something. It was like, I don't know what it was. It was interesting. It was cool, though. I loved it. I think a little bit of a sesame flavor. Yes. I ha- I'm going to have to get that ingredient list from them. But yeah, that was, that was really, really good. Um, our boy Ray Brito also does comedy up there every third Thursday at Bug Nutty, at Bug Nutty Brewery here on Merritt Island. He does the uh, the third Thursday comedy night up there. Oh, wow. That's cool. It's a, nice. it's a really cool list. It's Every time I've been up there, it's amazing comics. Nice. Andrea, did you try the beer that night? Oh, yes. It was wonderful. <laughs> She's not a beer drinker, can you tell? <laughs>
<laughs> Don't say it like that. I wasn't standing at the game all night. I have plenty of time to drink beer. Yeah, John and the guys over at Bug Nutty certainly hooked us up. So we want to uh, send all of our listeners, if you're looking for a good micro brew, especially in Brevard County, uh, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, and Bug Nutty is by far one of the best. They are located at 715 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. Give them a call at 321-452-4460 or email them at manager at bugnutty.com. 